Spirit Radio Podcasts. It is time now for our prayer coach series to continue today where we get different people in from various different Christian denominations and they talk to us to give us their thoughts, to give us their wisdom and share with us some of their life experience uh, in faith and prayer and just giving us tips on how to just get better at listening to God and grow stronger spiritually. And today our prayer coach, I'm delighted to welcome in studio is Pastor Pat Fitzgerald uh, from the People's Church which is in Dublin City located in Pear Street in Dublin. And today we're going to be talking about prayer in moments of change and moments of uncertainty uh, especially with the leaving cert results out today and all that Pat thanks a million for coming into studio this morning oh, it's always a pleasure to be here well this time next year you might look as relaxed because I know you're going to have <laughs> one of your children will be getting their results you've got a junior cert and a leaving cert year ahead of you so in a way it's a time of, of change for your family and your kids kind of pressurised year going on for you guys so you can probably identify with the students getting their results yeah, today yeah you can feel the pressure already they're talking about it already and they haven't even gone back to school so you can you can sense the pressure and um, I met one of the kids on the street the other day and she's waiting for her results and she was so stressed out and I just sort of, you know, comfort her and said, don't worry, whatever it is, is whatever it is, you've done the work, you put your head in the books, so whatever results you get, you get, so don't be worrying about it. What's your advice then for um, not only just students getting results today, but also parents, because there's so much going on, there's, there's going to be uh, excitement, there's going to be a relief, disappointment. And then the reality of, oh, there's a new chapter now, whether it's a child going off to college or whatever, but there's a lot of change, there's a lot of uncertainty, um, and that can create a lot of stress and anxiety. What's your advice, and especially concerning prayer at this time? Well, the advice I always give to people, Wendy, is this, you know, what is today is today, but tomorrow you can bring change. So regardless of what results these kids get today, tomorrow's a new day, and they can make the changes in the future. And, uh, you know, I am a great advocate of prayer, I think prayer does change things. I think prayer affects people. I think prayer can actually, you know, make things happen for you. But you also have to do the work as well. So like what you're saying earlier on, you know, so they're praying for 600 points, but they haven't put the work in. So you have to do both, you know. So you have to prepare yourself, but also be very prayerful. And for parents, like, you know, I can feel the pressure already in the house. My advice to parents is, listen, put your arms around your kids, regardless of what results they got whether it was straight A's or not, just encourage them to be the best and to go forward and that tomorrow's a new day. That's what I would say to people. In terms of um, just looking for advice or direction from God where there's decisions to be made, mm-hmm. what course to do, where, where am I moving in, out of home or whatever, mm. how do you advise people on that about just kind of just praying for good guidance in times of change? Well, my father and I used to always say, and he was a minister for over 40 years, and he used to always say, God's will is not a jigsaw puzzle. God's not dangling a carrot there. And when we realize that God's heart is for us and not against us, and when we realize, you know, that God has a very specific plan for us, we can rest in that and we can trust that and we can learn to listen to his leading and to his voice. You know, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. So it's, it's very important to know the voice of God. And how do you do that? Well, I think how I've learned, I can speak out of my own experience, I've been a, a minister for 20 years, a Christian for over 26 years, is often silence is when we hear God's voice. And because we live in a world that has so much noise, we find it often hard to hear what God is saying. So I often teach people about meditation because I think the whole word meditation has been robbed from us because of 
new age and all these things but well, the scriptures are very clear yeah the original uh, meditation is, is centered in christian prayer absolutely and so i often teach people to learn to meditate for three minutes a day and then begin to work on that up to five to ten minutes so i've heard god's voice more in the quietness than in the noise and so for me it's it's learning it's creating that art should i say of learning to listen to the voice quietly. So, for for example, I would get up early every morning, or if I can't get up early every morning, I wait till everybody goes to bed, turn off the chatterbox, turn off the, the box itself, and just sit in the chair and just sit quietly and relax, and allow my mind to rest. You know, it's very very important when, especially in this world that we're living in, which is as you say, full of so much noise. In that sense, then. Um, do you think it's important to have kind of different types of prayer? Because, you know, it's, uh, some people really enjoy, you know, praise and worship, music, praying with other people, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But is it important to have that kind of, as you say, silent kind of meditative prayer, even if it's just three to five minutes every day? Well, put it this way, Wendy. Uh, I, I, you're married and you've got a child. Not, uh, and um, your most intimate moments is probably when you're sitting down, relaxed, having a meal with your husband. When everything, everyone's gone to bed, you're sitting there finally. quietly. And you say, finally, the child is not screaming in the background. <laughs> I've been there, I have three kids. So I think it's in that quietness and learning to have that relationship. You see, praise and worship is one thing, but you learn more in quietness, in, in, in a relationship with an individual even. You know, if you go for a walk with someone, you just have a talk. You know, some people like to walk, some people like to sit, some people like to lie, some people like to kneel. You have to find what, what really suits yourself. But I would always be an advocate of that level of silence and quietness that you can hear the voice of God. So it's very important to hear God's voice and that you know where you're going. You know. How do you then um, go on to the next step, which is, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make a big decision, whether it's, uh, we're thinking of, again of students today, let's say it's what course to do or whatever, what, what next after the Leaving Cert is over. And you're, t you're doing that kind of silent meditative prayer. You're really trying to listen, but you're still confused and you're still, let's say there's kind of two, two paths in front of you and you just, you're just not sure which one you're meant to take. Well, there's about three kids that come to me recently in my church. And one kid is uh, leaving certain next year and he said, I don't know what I want to do. So what advice can you give me? I can't hear from God. My head is not in the game. So I said, have you ever thought of going on to the dual ships or the logo ships for you? Take a year out, do nothing. Don't make that decision yet. Take a whole year out and wait. There's no rush. And God's never in a hurry. And God's plan is never in a hurry. God has it all worked out, Wendy, from the beginning to the end of time. So I think sometimes, as, especially as teenagers, they, what they're all facing now, they're so in a rush to get somewhere rather than taking that time out and saying, you know, I'm going to take a few months out and really know where and what I want to do. It's like my own my own daughter's uh, doing her leaving set next year and she's thinking of law and then she's thinking of music and then she's back to law and then she's back to music. So I've encouraged her maybe go down to New Zealand because we've got a Bible college down there and do a year down there. Just take a year out and go to a Bible college and spend time out there on your own and then ask yourself questions. What would you like to do? Because I often encourage teenagers, I said, there's no point in doing something for the sake of it. 
or what you think you're meant to do or what yeah. everybody else thinks and you're meant to do. To be honest, I don't know how you feel, but at 18, you don't know, really. It's a, it's real. I took a year out after I did my leaving cert and uh, uh, that's why I'm here today. And it'd be somewhere very different if I hadn't taken the year off. Um, but is that it is that are the two things connected in terms of especially for a young person have knowing um their identity and knowing who they are through god's eyes knowing who they are through how god sees them do you think that helps in kind of making these big life decisions because it gets rid of the kind of external pressures well to be honest wendy at 18 you don't really know who you are in god if i'm honest with you it can take a considerable amount a of lifetime time. I mean, at 18, you don't really know who you are yourself. Never know, never really known who you are in God. And I think that's a process that you have to work through. But, you know, what I would encourage kids is this. Even if you make the wrong mistake and do get on the wrong path, you can always get back onto the right path. So what I would say to kids is make the decisions. If it doesn't work out, go back and start again. You know, I left school at 14. Failed everything, miserably. Went back to college at 26, did a bachelor's degree in Belgium. So, you know. Did you ever think that you would be doing that? Uh, no, absolutely not. Because, I mean, when I left school, I was told, um, you know, education is really not for you, son. So um, you don't have the ability, you, you don't have the creativity. So really, you know, get a job, hopefully, and that works out for you. That's what I was told. That must have been very demoralizing at such a young age. Yeah, when you're 15, you walk out of the schoolyard and you think, well, what is in front of me? And, you know, but by the grace of God and by God's mercy and goodness, he stepped into my world at 23 and changed everything. So by the time I was 26, I was in seminary. So what I always say to kids and teenagers, listen, you know what? No matter what mistakes you make, it's not about how many mistakes you make. It's about how many times you get back up and keep going. And, you know, I am a testimony to that. You know, you can... You can no matter what people say, no matter what direction, you know, you make, make the wrong decision, you go into the wrong course, listen, you can always come back and start again. And you've got age on your side, you've got vitality on your side, you've got energy on your side. So listen, it's not impossible. So don't be depressed today because of a result. At the end of the day, tomorrow's a new day for you. One of the things that we've been talking about today, Pastor Pat, is uh, listening. So being able to listen in quiet moments uh, when you're trying to make decisions what about just moving that on to let's say for someone who's very disappointed with a result very upset uh, just feels very down very sad um, and finds it hard because of, because of that disappointment or other struggles that are going on finds it hard to kind of sit down and have those quiet moments with God well as, I get, as again Wendy you know you've got to process that through you know you've got to walk through that I think the key for that individual is family support and you know at that point they're probably not going to pray they're probably not going to read their bible they're probably not don't even want to go to church and you know for me that's okay because they're in a they're in a situation where they feel very disappointed i think at that point you just need friends around you family around you to be encouraged and to be lifted up and really probably you need others around you to pray for you at that point that you'll come through that disappointment and eventually you get back to where god wants you to go and just having that like, support network around Absolutely. you. Um, uh, what about the listening is one part, but asking is another part. Well, I think, you know, Wendy, I think I was just thinking before you said that was that there's great wisdom in two or three people. And finding good counsel is very important. 
So I was sitting with an individual yesterday and he was talking about their life and what direction they want to go. In. And I said, well, I'm here to give you advice, to help you and to show you. I said, you may not like always what I say, but, you know, I'm probably a bit further down the road. Then. So I think of a teenager, a kid today is go to someone you trust, go to someone you love and say, can you give me some advice? What do you think I should do? And be, be listening to what they say. And even though you, do, you feel a certain way, listen to the words of wisdom. Because, you know, Wendy, we, uh, I don't know how old you are, but I've been on the earth a bit longer than these kids. So we have some level of experience that we can impart to them. But then again, it's, it's fully down to their decision and their choice whether to take that wisdom and apply it. Because, you know, revelation without application is really a waste of time, really. How do you ask that, uh, those questions or for that advice from God in your prayer life? Well, for me, that's, I suppose, because I'm a pastor, it's easy. So for me, ultimately, I see that God has everything and is in, and is in everything and it has everything in control. So I lean on that verse, you know, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, to give you hope and the future. So for me to ask God is quite easy because I know he is, his interest in me is very important. And he loves me and he cares about me. And whether people believe this or not, he is very interested in my life. And he's very interested in where I go in life. So for me, it's quite easy to ask. And so as a teen teenager out there and you're probably screaming because you didn't get the right result, just calm down, relax, and just say to the Lord, Lord, now you show me what I should do. A simple prayer can often be the most powerful. If you just join me, I've been chatting to Pastor Pat Fitzgerald, who's been our prayer coach today, and our prayer coach continues every Wednesday morning just after the 11 o'clock news. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.